welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ask Abby. Today, I have the wonderful Gabby DeLorenz here with me. Hi, Gabby. Hello. Hello, hello. And Gabby and I go way back. We've known each other. I mean, we went to similar high schools and then we went to college and her her sister and I are good friends. So we've known each other for some time. Um, and Gabby owns Soul to Soul Wellness. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your business, what you do and all that fun stuff? Yeah. So I'm an intuitive embodiment coach and the intention of Soul to Soul Wellness is to help Typically women, um, women is definitely my target audience, but to help women really connect to their bodies, to find their intuition, um, and to learn how to feel everything that they're feeling uh, through the emotional, the spiritual, mental relationship body. And how we do that is through a little bit of talk therapy, um, life coaching, uh, mixed with some fascial work, right? Our emotions live in our fascia. And then as well as through movement and movement is one of my favorite ways to help people connect to their bodies, uh, mostly because we can feel the physical body, the emotional, spiritual body is a little harder to feel, but it's a really great introduction. And so my intention is to empower women to become much more confident, to step into their power and to truly embody the woman that they're trying to be. Yes. I love that. Sound familiar? I mean, that's like very similar to what I'm doing. (laughs) And what's so funny about Gabby and I is like, you've just been like one step ahead of me. So like we got out of college and you did athletic training and then you got into body work and I got into body work shortly after. And so I would like reach out to you with questions and then like you got into yoga and then I got into yoga and then you got into life coaching and I got into life coaching. It was just so funny because like I just, you've just been like a little role model for me. You've just been like one step, one step ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. My heart is full. That's so sweet. So it's been cool to kind of like watch you with each step. And then like, I'm like, it's, I'm not even meaning to, but it's like, I'm falling into those same. It's funny how like life does that to us anyway. So why don't we tell everybody like where you're at in life and in your business, right? You've just gone through a big change. So why don't you update everybody on that? Yeah. So I just moved back to my hometown of Westport, Connecticut, a uh, small beach town um, from Nashville, Tennessee, which is a big old city. <laughs> and so my intentions right now are to ground myself back into this new place that I used to call home and being such a different woman showing back up. And um, I will share that one of my biggest concerns coming back home was becoming that same high school little girl who left with all of her you know, self-confidence issues and self-esteem, not issues, but lack of self-esteem and lack of self-confidence. And knowing that I have grown into a beautiful woman who I freaking love and really trusting that this is the right time. This is the right place. And I am different and I am grounded in the differences that I have evolved into enough to come back here and still show up as an in my empowered self instead of as that less empowered high school girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that fear of just falling back into like old patterns and old habits. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Being around like family and old friends will do that to you sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. And what's been a really big help was our human design meeting that we had, man, was that a month ago now? I bet that was a couple ago? months ago now. Weird. Weird. I bet that was in like Weird. February or January. <laughs> 
Well, anyways, it's been no, a it was really, a while ago. Really, I think it's been a really great help um, because in that you shared with me that my intuition center is open and is lit up, and you know I'll have those little moments of clarity where I, you know, you just feel that this is the right thing to do, and you feel. Yeah, as sad as it is to leave, I've been in Nashville for over seven years and uh, through a lot, my, through my twenties, which is for me, like such molding years of the woman I am becoming, uh, my prefrontal cortex is fused now, like that happened in Nashville. And so just try, like, honestly, the, the, our session for human design, you told me my intuition center was open and it just and that honestly- defined it's defined Defined. excuse me excuse me (laughs) it's not open it's defined (laughs) yeah the visual in my mind is just that it's it's lit up it's yeah I know what you mean (laughs) the doors are open and but it's it's a space that I can lean into and trust Mm -hmm. and I've trusted it in the in the past and it absolutely has led me to manifest these great big things but perhaps I wasn't correlating what was happening to actually just the simple truth of trusting my intuition And so with your permission, thank you so much. It felt like a good, it just felt good. It felt right. It felt calm. It felt, it just felt like the next step. And from, again, that low belly pelvic floor, very intuitive place. Oh, so thank you. You're welcome. I know. And I think that's really common. And you have um, the channel of the brainwave. So gate 57 um, to gate 20. And, um, that's like the most intuitive energy in our, in the human design chart. Right. So you've cool. got like very, um, very much so intuitive clarity, but we learn oftentimes not to trust that, you know, kind of, we grow up learning like, oh, but that doesn't make sense. Like, well, what, mm-hmm. what is the logical, what's the pros cons list say? We, we aren't taught to follow this kind of deep inner knowing that's actually guiding us the right way. 100%. And I'm just out of curiosity, I do not have a defined spleen. Um, so out of curiosity, what is your experience like with that when when that intuition is like kind of giving you a nudge? What does that come through like? Mm, great question. Yeah. Uh, it feels like it's almost like a, a situation presents itself, somebody might ask me a question or perfect example is working with clients. So if I'm on a sales call or an alignment call, I was on this one most recently with this woman and it just, it felt very much just like a full body. No, which to me, the no is much more clear sometimes than my yes, but the no feels very much like I get heavy. I might even start to feel almost tired, like sluggish, not like I'm going to fall asleep, but my body starts to feel heavy, almost sore. And it feels like this big wall for lack of a really better understanding of the words to use. This Mm -hmm. big wall just feels to come up and it, it is feels almost like, you know, when you try and put two positive sides of the magnet together, they just kind of repel. That's what the no, the no is usually much stronger than my yes. But the yes, when the yes is on, man, it's goosebumps. It is this tingling, but it feels cool, calm and collected. It Mm. doesn't feel like, like butterflies in my stomach. It doesn't feel like you're, I'm leaning into fears. It feels just like, oh yes, this is the right decision. It feels easy. It feels flowy. Um, And it feels like my low belly, my pelvic floor, 
again, it's like that opening of the doors. I think that's where my visual comes from. It just feels open. It feels like light in my low belly. And that no is a solid rock right in my uh, solar plexus, right at my diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the li- yes is so light. It is so free flowy and it almost just feels like you can just keep walking and you're just going to get there naturally. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, yes. And Gabby's a one, three generator. So probably some of that is like the splenic intuition, but also the mm-hmm. gut instincts from the sacral center. Um, totally. that really like visceral, like when you're explaining in your belly, that really visceral, like, ugh, or like, yes, that thing is meant for me. That's that a, a lot of time. I don't, again, I don't have that either. So I can't relate to it, but it's that, um, really like gut response. Yes or no. This is, this is yes. This is no. Mm-hmm. And so something I'm curious about, just cause I know you personally, I know this is something you're struggling with. Um, you said when it's a yes, it feels easy, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's this tendency for us to make things harder than they need to be and be like, what do I need to do? What needs to happen? Blah, 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 blah. I got to do all the things. But it's like when the yes is there, it's actually very easy. Yep. And I make it so much harder for my damn self. <laughs> yeah, you and everybody else. <laughs> I know I'm not alone. No. Um, but it's so funny because as I'm saying, like my move here was a full body yes. It happened much quicker than I was anticipating just with my fiance and jobs and house and rent we actually rented our house out down there so like we had to be out by a certain whatever um and (laughs) as soon as I moved here I am programmed to go 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 to work 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 money 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 like I need more money I need money I don't have enough like that's how that's my programming that's my money mindset that's what my parents taught me through money like for my money mindset yeah and I know all of this I've gone through this I've broken down I have I'm work looked at my shadow I've worked with little I call her baby gab but like my inner child and I still showed up here and day one like day one of moving you know still unpacking my clothes was like okay what can I do for work who can I network with what do I need to do like how do I get more how do I do this how do I I love to be a part of community and and to, to establish a new community here. How do we do that? How do I get that right away? How do I, who do I need to call dad? Who do you know? Mom, who do you know? Like, and it just was that go, go. And I was like, I literally had to just take a second. And it's not, I don't even know what triggered me to realize what, Oh, this is a programmed pattern that no longer serves you. I, my dad lives on the beach. Honestly, I walked outside and I just went and sat. When and she said, says on the beach, her dad's house is like <laughs> on the beach. Yes. <laughs> fucking awesome but it's truly like thank god the beach is here because yeah. if I walked outside and it just was grass I probably would st- like pro- I don't know if I would have recognized it but I let myself take my stuff leave my computer inside and just go sit outside take a walk on the beach throw the ball with the dog like this is what you're meant to be doing right now get grounded into this space how can you create any new I don't usually use the word good, but like high vibe. How can you attract anything you want when you're coming from a place of scarcity and from a place of pre-programmed stuff that doesn't serve you? You're going to keep getting the same stuff. And I know that. And I still wanted to do that. Yeah. And that's like also a good reminder too, that like, just because we coach on this stuff doesn't mean it doesn't happen to us. You know, like I am totally the same, can totally relate. I've worked on it really hard in this last year. And I'm finally coming to a place of like being able to spend without like freaking out about it. 
Um, but so hard on the conditioning of working and doing and never being enough money and never having enough and all Uh that scarcity stuff. Um, even when you know it and you preach it and you've done all the work, it still rears its ugly. (laughs) Always, always. And for you, this is such a nice chance. Like you kind of said that to, you had your own business for a lot of years now and you just moved it all the way across the country. So this is a good time to like, what is, you know, what do you want it to look like? You, you have the opportunity to change anything that wasn't working for you to restructure, to kind of make this be really what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Instead I need of to take, take diving that. in head first, right? 100%. And so it's really been awesome to just watch myself and my actions change. Um, since I've been here, cause it's now, now I've, I've probably been here for two weeks. We, you know, we've gone here and there to go see more family. Um, but at this point I feel grounded into this space. I feel like I have a little bit of a, a ritual or a routine for if that whatever word resonates better for you. Um, but very much so now I'm just ready to talk. Like, I just want to talk to people. How can I be a part of this community? What does that look like? Um, I've had some good calls and some bad calls. I've had some people not call me back and it's awesome showing back up here in this place of groundedness because the people who don't call me back used to, I used to get freaked out. Like, I'm not good enough. Like, of course they're not calling, of course they're not calling me back. Who am I? And I'm some coming from, since I allowed myself the space to ground, to figure, you know, to really decide where I want to spend most of my time doing how I want to be a part of this community. I've been able to network with so much more clarity, which shows up fully for my business. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I definitely, if I didn't take those times, I'd probably be undercharging, right? How how I've done in the past, undercharging and showing up to serve anybody, not just the clients who are aligned. I would have just said, yes, 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 yes. Which does zero growth for me. Yes, 100%. I'm so glad you said that because I think that that's something that we really get taught in business and like in general, like throughout our lives is like take anything you can get. And especially mm-hmm. when we get into business and you start getting advice from like friends and family who don't own business. Like whenever you talk to other business owners, you don't get that advice. But when you first get into business, people who don't know are like, well, say yes to whatever you can, like make your rates yeah. to be whatever, you know, and it's, it's, it's actually one of the most damaging things that we can do for our business. Um, but it's, it's hard when you're coming from this place of scarcity to turn away money when like, and I even have this, and I just said this to you before we hit record, like people have reached out to me recently for body work and I'm really not doing body work anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel in my body that it's, ugh, like it's a yeah. no, but it's hard to actually say no to them because I'm like, well, it's a hundred bucks, right? Like it, my brain goes there immediately, even though it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not really desperate for the hundred bucks, but like my brain is like, well, it's something right. Like you should yep. take whatever you can get. And I actually had a little mini freak out a couple of weeks ago. Cause I had like three people in the same week contact me for like old stuff. And I was like, the universe is testing me. I know it. like, this is a test from the universe loud and freaking clear. And I kind of had like a mini meltdown in my um, coaching group that I'm in right now. And everybody was like, Abby, chill, like, listen to your gut, like whatever you want to do, you know? So I decided no. And of course, when I said no to the people, they didn't care at all. Like I referred them out to other places they could go for body work. I was like, oh, I'm not really doing that anymore. And they were like, oh, I totally understand. Like I had worked it up in my own head. (laughs) Like they were going to be devastated and they didn't even really care at all. Um, And then now I have you coming back. I can easily start sending people to you for body work. So it's just like- 
it is funny how we, we get that way. And I think as soon as I say no to those people, that's when the universe is like, okay, B, we see you, we see you. We're going to send you more of what you do want. Hell yeah. Everything is a test. I, and like, not in a pass fail kind of test, just in a, are you ready to evolve? Yes or no. Mm. And if you are, and if you want something different, then guess what? You got to do something different. Yeah. And sometimes you have to take that scary leap, you know, like you Absolutely. have to say no to the hundred bucks and just trust that it's going to come through in a way that you actually feels aligned for you. Um, 100 And probably more than a hundred bucks is waiting for you on the other side of that big fat. No. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And remembering too, like that the energy you show up to when you agree, like had I said yes to take mm. those clients, like I haven't done massage in almost a year. Like a, I'm a little out of practice. B, my heart wasn't in it. Like I, it would have been sloppy work. I can tell you right now. <laughs> totally. Sloppy massage. So like, it's not coming from that place of desperation and scarcity is, is the last thing that we want to do. But oftentimes mm-hmm. our brain is really convinced that, oh, just take anything you can get. 100%. So what do you think oh. your business, like, what do you think you want from your business here in Connecticut? <gasps> Oh, thanks for asking. Um, so my business, obviously, maybe not obviously, but I'm telling you, obviously, with COVID has gone online. Yeah. And I was seeing my bodywork clients. I do a blend of uh, myofascial release, manual myofascial release. I have lymphatic drainage, you know, some deep tissue, but I fa- have found much more success in myofascial versus any deep tissue. Um, nonetheless, I then pair that with yoga. I pair that with movement and strength. And honestly, when the pandemic hit, I had one client out of over 30 want to stay with me and go virtual. And so world like crush my world number one. (laughs) And it was so then I had to restructure. And so I went online and I was doing on the when people were on my table doing body work, we always did life coaching, right? Because the emotions come out through the physical body as we're opening and releasing things. That's when the stories come out stories of rape and assault and Um, I would share my stories of rape and assault and they, it just was like, you build this trust factor up. That's just so, and with the energy exchange in real time, it just, for me, it's palpable. There's nothing like it. And in this online space, I didn't trust it at first. So I was doing, I was still doing some energy clearing work, more like virtual Reiki. Um, I'm not Reiki certified, but it's definitely more like a healing hands type therapy and it worked. And I was so shocked. And I was like, well, duh, it's working. It's not the physical touch. It's the energy and the intention. And so as I came here, I said, what's my energy? What's my intention? And I wanted to grow a company in this online space. And truly, I don't know if it was the pandemic, but I missed that in-person energy exchange. And so I have a few life coaching clients that I see virtually and I would, I love them. And it's awesome because they're from all around the freaking world. And it's, that's awesome. The connection there is, uh, it's profound. Um, and I'm looking uh, to get some more bodywork clients back once people feel comfortable and you know, whatever. Um, but definitely seeing some more one-on-one people in real time doing my stuff. And uh, I definitely want to teach some yoga classes. Just, I love the connection in the class. I love leading, conducting the class, guiding the class. Um, and being able to share the energy and the life coaching through the yoga, right? On the mat is where, ah, that's where the goodness happens. So mm, yeah, that sounds awesome. Thanks. I see a vision for this. Oh, give it to me. 
I can see it. I feel like I, I, I feel like I see you doing this on the beach, which we did talk about again before we hit record. So we'll catch the listeners up. But Gabby's talked about doing the bodywork sessions on the beach in front of her house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for COVID right now, that's like, you know, no, you probably don't need a mask if you're outside, even if you did. I mean, very low risk of transmission. Totally. Um, and you're by the beach. I know. What a better place to relax and like go. Pop a tent up. Yeah, girl. Your table. Oh, we got a canopy. I got the whole bit. And I'm just learning about water, right? I live by the water now. And before in Tennessee, I was landlocked, Mm. um, which is weird. Uh, But the water is actually feminine energy. And I find that, you know, we live these busy lives, which is masculine, masculine, masculine. And people are living in the right side of their body, which is the masculine side, which is the sun side. And it's go, go go, go, do, 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 which is again, I'm pro That's how I've been programmed. I'm working on deconditioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the process of deconditioning that anyways. And um, so it's really awesome to invite naturally the elements into the session and it's without having to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. So when you think about like taking clients here on the beach or whatever kind of it's going to look like for you like what feelings does that actually give you in the body oh it's clarity it feels um like right now that I'm talking about it which thank you for asking I feel it's funny I now feel the right side because we're talking about it um but like literally from the arch of my foot all the way up that median line through my spine it just feels good it feels like I'm taller it feels um like light it feel like, like visually light. It feels like this yellow light is coming through me. It feels light in the sense of light, heavy light. Um, yeah, it feels like a full go. It feels like the belly is open. The lights coming out. Mm, I'm almost picturing it as like, you're just like fully connected. Like the way your body language is describing it is like, um, light right up through the spine. It's like a full connection of like your clear channel almost Mm. for like everything to come through you up and down. Hell yeah. So what in your life actually makes you feel this way? Because my guess is it's not making Instagram posts, being on Canva, redoing your website. (laughs) Shot in the dark. None of those things. (laughs) Shot in the dark. Yes. What actually gives you that feeling? What gives me that feeling is watching people transform it's watching people have the aha moments it's watching it's witnessing people being able to cry sometimes for the first time um again I was working on these women's hip flexors uh the front of her hip joint right by pelvic floor and she starts sharing a story about her her being raped like that it was the I was the only and she, she told me I'm the only person she's ever shared this experience with She's showing up on my table with physical hip flexor pain, physical psoas all the way up the low belly, all the way up to her through, through the whole low back. Mm, and, yeah, yeah. and right, the entire lumbar spine locked up, doesn't move well. She was a, a ultra runner, right, like hundred mile plus, and totally hip flexor dominant. And just for her to share her experience, that's why I'm here. That's mm. my power. Um, being able to help people slow down, to connect to their bodies for the first time, to even realize that something's not not okay, not not feeling good. That's exactly why I'm put on this earth. 
is for all of those transformations to help people slow down um, and to help them truly, truly connect to all layers of their body. Again, I, I consider your physical body is just one element. We have an emotional body. We have a spiritual body. We have a relationship body, how we interact with others and others' energy. We have a mental and logical body, which is really the thoughts in our head, the subconscious thoughts that we're either conscious or unconscious of. Um, and then everything in between how, you know, you say something and how I instantly react or I see you do something and the response in my head is already going on or rather going off. And so all of those layers comprise us of our one being mm -hmm. and to be able to help offer clarity through whatever, whichever body they, the clarity needs to come through. Yeah. Just even to be a safe space for some people to like get back in touch with those stories. Cause I think we have this tendency mm -hmm. to, um, you know, bury them in our trauma basement. I like to call it and yes. just totally forget that this even happened and then disconnect from the possibility that what's happening in our body could be related to these things that have happened to us. Totally. And they all play such a big role. Totally. So what I'm curious about, which is why I'm asking is like, how can you, instead of like getting to work, right. Instead of busying mm -hmm. yourself with work right away, how can you embody these feelings or how can you, my initial thought was like, oh, are you, are you doing this for yourself? You know what I mean? Uh, are you taking care of your own body and connect and seeing this transformation for yourself? But other, otherwise too, like how else can you bring this feeling in so that you can call in more of that and like let the the business build from that place of embodiment rather than like, what do I need to do? Yeah, like, what a great question. Thank you. Um, I will share uh, a brief short thing that recently happened to me. Um, my father has taught me that work is the most important thing right? We need a work and a stable traditional work. Um, it yeah. doesn't need to be a nine to five, but traditional work is what he always has valued in, in my past. And that's my, not my story. Um, and so, and you have to work really hard and you have to be kind of greedy with your money. Cause if you lend money out, you'll never like never expect it back. And that is definitely not the space that I want to be coming from. And so the other day, Anthony was helping him. Anthony, my fiance, was helping him do something on his computer. They were reroute. They were putting in a new hard drive on his laptop, his work laptop. And I was telling my dad about a story of my two other sisters and and me, and just this chaotic moment we have going on. And in the middle of me sharing my story, uh, the dog had to go out, had to go potty. And so I asked her. And so I was trying to hurry my story up. My dad, in the middle of me, no, hurrying my story up and sharing, puts his, his, read, his readers on and starts reading his phone and talking to Anthony. Totally interrupted me in the middle of this story. Again, the story that's about me and his two other daughters. And so he then starts interrupting. And so I just say, all right, P, come on, let's just go. We'll go potty. He's not listening anyways. And I say that out loud. And I honestly didn't intend to say that out loud. It just happened out loud. And so I get to the bottom of the stairs and I hear my dad say, well, this is more important anyways. And in talking about work and yeah. in that mm -hmm. moment, in that moment, I was able to set my, all my body separated. My logical body said, well, that's a big fat lie. I know I'm the most important thing for you. You're that's not even true. My emotional body, my spiritual body, and my physical body went into physical pain, like mm. right in my solar plexus, shot in my diaphragm. There was a hole. 
And I literally, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, like this is woo woo. And I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> I literally was, and they, every, I, everyone called me Bree Bree when I was a little kid. And I could see her little Bree Bree standing at the bottom of the stairs, wanting her dad to love her mm. and him choosing work over her. And I was that little girl again. And I, and I, it wasn't me. I could see her though. And I was with her. And I just gave her a big hug. And I said, it's okay. You know, this isn't what this, you know, this isn't the reality. This isn't logically what's happening. Um, but tell a four-year-old that. Mm-hmm. And so I literally, I honestly got in my car. I drove down to the little beach, like <laughs> it's less, it's two seconds from my house. Um, and I just started crying and I was talking to her and I said, I'm so sorry, Brie, like this isn't real. And again, I knew it. I knew that it wasn't what was logically happening, but I had to sit in the pain and Mm -hmm. it felt like physically painful and I couldn't breathe. And so I go, you know what to do? Like I could hear my old, older self talking, you know what to do, Gab, keep breathing. Mm -hmm. You're okay. Keep breathing. And to be able to, my girlfriend told me I traveled in time when I shared that with her, which I just thought was a really cool visual. Um, but just being able to see with clairvoyance, like the, all the separations of the body and just knowing that it's okay, but this is a part that needs to heal. And you know the facts and logically what's going on and physically and emotionally, it's going to be okay, but let's heal this. Let's work on this. Um, and this is something we can sit and, and check out. And that was, I had to be home to do that. And so it's time. It's so important to like integrate those feelings when Mm -hmm. they come up. And I think that that's common when people have that arise. I mean, most people aren't even in touch with it as much to like have that whole experience that you did. But like when those feelings start to arise, we, we push them down and we're like, nope, (laughs) not going to look at that. Not going to think about that. I'm okay. Everything's okay. Disassociate. I'm going to pretend that didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't exist. And I'm just going to truck through it. Right. And mm-hmm. that's probably where the next day you might've been like, Oh, I need to do right. The gremlins start coming up. Okay. Time to get productive. Right. <laughs> because you haven't actually integrated it, healed it and like, let it feel half the mm-hmm. time when I'm working with clients, I'm just like teaching them how to feel their feelings because we're yeah. so taught that it's a bad thing. Yep. So that's such a beautiful example of like seeing it arise in real time. And I think our family's always great at triggering um, old stuff, you know, which will yep. be a challenge moving home, I'm sure, because family and old friends are always really great at triggering those old patterns that we've been able to distance ourselves from as adults. And as soon as like you come back into their field, it's like, oh, there it is. Happens to me all the time. My dad will say something and I'm like, oh, there's the scarcity mindset. That's where that <laughs> Yep. Well, and that's honestly, my dad will interrupt. My dad will just pick up the phone. He's an entrepreneur as well. And so I get it, but he'll pick up the phone when I'm talking and he's done that my whole life. Like he'll just pick it up and Hey, and then when he's done, he looks back at you like, all right, continue. But he never says, Hey, can you hold on a second or excuse me a second? And so Anthony, I like my biggest, one of my, one of my biggest things is that I never feel hurt. And for me, I've worked with Anthony, my, again, my fiance on what it looks like for both of us to feel heard. But of course I can only share how it, what it looks like for me to feel heard. And that looks like off your damn phone. And I can literally, now that I'm here, I'm like, oh, that's why. And I literally turned to Anthony and said, can you see why I need to be heard now? Can you see why this, can you see why this is such a big deal for me? 
And he just looks at me, laughs, and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and like understanding where that comes from and integrating it instead of just trying to ignore it, push it away, and like truck on, which is I think what totally. we're most commonly taught to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, okay, don't feel the feelings, like get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, instead of like really processing it. I like how you even processed it with little baby gab. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Normally on my desk, this isn't my desk yet. Um, but I'll have a picture of little me. Mm. And whenever it's, tr- I, whenever I'm getting triggered, I'll look over at her. I said, is this from you? Is this yours? Do I need to help you with this? <laughs> Yeah. And I've, I've written letters to baby Gab. I, you know, I, but I sit with her and we have a, we have conversations. Mm. Inner child work is so important. I've done some oh of my it God. Well, to really Profound. get to the bottom of some of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's cool. Cause as you work through it, you start to notice um, it, it doesn't maybe trigger me as much, but like, I notice when it, like when someone says something where I'm like, Oh, that's <laughs> yep. Oh Yeah. Got a lot of therapy around that right there. (laughs) That's funny. I always teach my clients, right? Identify the feeling first. Step one is to identify how you're feeling. If you can't identify how you're feeling, don't, don't, you can't progress forward. First, Mm. identify. How do you feel? Find words for it. Even if they're not English words, find your words for it. Identify how you feel. And then notice you're in the, notice the reaction, the reaction is all from your childhood. It is, that is what's worked for you. That is what's gotten you here. Here is such a beautiful place. And my guess is that it doesn't serve you. Why else would you be doing this work? And so knowing what the reaction is, because it's going to just pop its gnarly head out mm-hmm. and then being able to create some sort of a pause. For me, the pause is usually movement where I'll stand up, I'll spin around it's, it used to look like me storming out of some place. I used to walk away to protect myself, never to punish the person, eh, maybe sometimes to punish the person in front of me. Um, but I would walk away to preserve myself, right? So I didn't say something I didn't mean or anything of that nature. But now I create more of a pause, usually through the breath. And so I'll stand there, I'll take a few really deep breaths, and then I can find my response from the place where either I am or where I want to go. And so responding from my higher power and it feels so much better, but those Mm. reactions, they are just, they pop up. They just come. And a lot of times they don't serve us. And I know mine don't serve me. I'm defensive. I'm a recovering people pleaser. So I'm a yes girl. Excuse me. I was a yes girl and I'm a middle child. So like, I don't feel heard half the time anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Middle child life. Totally. understand. Oh that. yeah. <laughs> totally understand that, that, that middle child life will do that to you. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's the same thing when we, t- when we think about like the productivity gremlin, right. Is like, it starts to show up and instead of feeling it and being like, okay, what is this about? And what do I actually need to do? Mm-hmm we can get like spiraled off into that. Like, okay, I need to do the thing. I need to call the people. I'm not doing enough. My schedule is too empty. Like I can't possibly do this empty. It can't be this easy. Um, And we get into our own heads instead of feeling what's happening and being like, like sometimes when I start to notice it coming up, I walk away from all the work, you know, and I get up and I'm like, okay, this isn't serving me. I'm not actually getting anything done. I'm Uh. like forcing myself to be on my computer to make myself feel better, but I'm not actually being productive. Like I'm not actually getting Mm -hmm. anything done. So I'll like leave, go for a walk, get outside, 
something like that. And um, a lot of the times that's where then an idea will pop, you know, like then all the things awesome. start coming in. And yep. the more I'm leaning into that, the more it's working. And I actually shared this with a group I'm in recently. I took a nap. And when I woke up from the nap, I had two clients had paid me. So I like woke up to money in the bank. And I was like, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and so you were asking me, what does it look like to start embodying more of those things? Yeah. Uh, more, more of that feeling. And that's it. It's taking my mornings back. I, I, when I first started, I would have clients at six o'clock in the morning, Monday through Friday. Oh, damn. And yeah, I, and I, more of a night, I don't mind getting up early, but I am a night owl. And so when you're going to get up at five o'clock in the morning, you need to be in bed by, you know, 10 o'clock latest. Yeah. And for me, I'm such a night owl. So I would just be, and that's where I get a lot of cool ideas. And that's when I start to like, I'll be reading a book and I'll be like, oh, you know, like that's when I start to like, really, I can visualize the book. I can be with the book and, and enjoy it in such a deeper, different capacity than when I take, you know, take a moment to read in the middle of the day. And so honoring that and honoring that, like I, if I want to stay in bed till eight o'clock in the morning, that doesn't reject, I'm not a bad anything it's not bad like it doesn't even matter if you don't have somewhere to be or something to do of course you're not you know I'm always a woman of my word if I say I'm going to show up somewhere at a certain time I will absolutely be there but if I don't have something at eight o'clock like it doesn't matter if I'm in bed till eight that doesn't make me a bad person or whatever and so it's definitely embodying like I want to, I just want to lounge. I want to wake up without an alarm clock. Like I don't Mm. want to go on Instagram first thing when I pick like, and that's, I've hit my alarm clock. And then I used to just pick up the phone. What do you do when you pick up the phone? (laughs) Check my fucking email. I can reach into the choir. I know I need to stop doing it, but I just haven't yet. We're not there yet. (laughs) Me too. Check my damn email. And then, um, I would, it, (sighs) Go on Instagram. Once you're on Instagram, then it's like, okay, well, let me respond to these few people that are on Instagram. And then once I'm on Instagram, well, let me go over to Facebook. Let me check my messenger. Let me make sure nobody needs me. Like it's eight o'clock in the morning. My first client's not till 10. What the hell do you need to be working like this, like this? Um, and so on, then I would just be on Instagram for the rest of the day. Yeah. Never got off, never needed to get off. And maybe not the rest of the day, but those were the days where I definitely was on my phone so much more off to a bad start. It's like not getting, and you're, you're okay. So you have the five fifteen um, in Mm -hmm. human design, which is the channel of rhythm. Right. And it's, it's all about, I have the five and I find this for myself. Like it's all about getting in that rhythm and that flow in that routine. You also have Mm -hmm. a lot of right facing arrows. Your three of your arrows are right. Only one of them is left which indicates to me you're probably more of a go with the flow person than a really, really structured routine person. So though you like to have that routine, you like to be in that flow. You don't want it to be a rule where it has to be the same every day. Cause it's not going to feel good to you as a, as a right person. I'm a quad, right. I'm an entirely right with the five. So this is like, I'm talking to myself through you here. Um, and I finally gotten my life to that point where I don't start my day till 10, um, mm-hmm. with clients. And I, set my alarm for seven 30, but a lot of times it's eight 30. The other day it was nine 15 by the time I actually got up mm-hmm. because I needed sleep. Like, so sometimes yeah. I sleep in, sometimes I get up and do some movement. Sometimes like it, I use that time for me in whatever way, shape or form that, that 
feels to me at that day. Yeah. Um, and so this is a great time for you as you get here and you're restructuring your business of like no more 6am client, you know, your day doesn't start till 10. Mm-hmm. That lets Gabby stay up at night and have all her, like, I'm not also not a night owl. So I'm in bed pretty early still, but like that lets you at night have all your reading time and your thinking time and all your good thoughts. And then you can sleep in, in the morning and feel recharged and like just structure your day in a way that actually makes sense for you. Totally. And I love what you said about like doing whatever, go with the flow, like doing what feels good. And that's exactly it. Like I'll wake up and if I have clients first thing, I'll do movement so that I can show up energized, pumped up. Movement makes me feel energized and pumped. You know, adrenalines and endorphins are released and all that good stuff, whether it's weights or yoga, or I go for a walk on the beach, um, trying to get back into running. I busted my ankle. So it's slow process, but it feels good. Um, and so, but allow, like knowing what do I have on the calendar for today? The other day I didn't have anything. And so uh, no clients rather no scheduled things. I had some on computer stuff. I had to get done admin stuff, but I just allowed myself to sit in meditation and just unwind and ground down. And I probably sat in meditation for 25 minutes, no timer though. Like that's the best. Like when you can just sit and like, that's what I need more of. And so it was just a beautiful, it's a beautiful reminder to like, like you said, take your mornings back and whatever you have on the calendar. Like I try and do whatever activity or I call them tangible tools that I need to do to get myself prepped for what's ahead this morning. I knew we had this, this call. And so I did some yoga so I could be a little bit more energized for you as I show up. Mm. So, yeah, I love it. And that's what I need to be doing more of. Yeah, totally. Right. Instead of like, we get this like pressure of like, oh, hey, I need to wake up and I need to work because I have a business and I just moved here and I have to get it all figured. Yeah. Yeah. It's you air quotes. Totally. Like it's all that like (laughs) pressure, pressure, pressure to do all the things and be productive. And it doesn't actually mean that your business is going to be successful. It doesn't mean you're going to sign a client. In matter of fact, it sets you up for an energy where you're very unlikely to probably Mm -hmm. sign a client because you're in this shitty headspace. Um, and you're probably giving off a shitty energy. You know, I know for me, like there's been times where I tried to do the same thing. I do this practice called empty out and it's like a movement thing. And I try to do it before calls and the podcast and stuff, because I I notice that I show up better and I listen better when I'm doing the podcast. If I've done that movement first, totally. Otherwise there could be times where like, if I'm like trying to work in the morning, like answer emails, like what you said, answer emails, answer DMS and all that. I will, by the time I get on here, I'm so frazzled that I'm like, not I'm not doing a good job of showing up. Mm -hmm. Totally. Well, and then you're more, so much more likely, and and I'm speaking from my client experience, my clients experiences, but then they get on the sales call or an alignment call, discovery call, whatever you call it. And they're very much like, oh, well, okay. It's too expensive. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll lower my prices. Like I'll do that. Um, oh, you need me to be this per like you're a life coach. You need me to be a business coach. Great. I can do that too. I can teach you that. Oh, I can. And they're just morphing to fit whoever's in front of them instead of standing in their power and actually selling what they're here to sell and do what Mm. they're here to do. And, you know, and it's not coming from a place of alignment. It's coming from a place of scarcity only. Yeah. And like people pleasing, like you said, like that. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Of just like, Oh, well, I couldn't say no, this person wants to pay me $3,000, but it's like, if you can't help that person, send them on their way. You know, I say that all the time. I'm not a strategy coach. So like, if people are going to come to me, like I am a quad, right? Like I am, how is it feeling? What do you like? That's totally my thing. And so like, if you want help with that, then that's great. But like, 
it's every now and then someone will come to me looking for like strategy. And I'm like, I'm not your coach <laughs> you know, I have totally. to for you, but it's, it's, and it would be draining for me to try to show up and pretend that that's what I could do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not a routine girl. I, excuse me. I'm an Aries. So like, everyone's like, Oh, you love routines. You love routines. I got nah. Like I like, sure. I like to have, you know, be off work by a certain time. If that doesn't feel so routine to me. Cause if I have a client later, I'm going to stay for that client. But it's definitely like, I, no, I don't eat dinner at the same time. I don't eat breakfast or I have lemon water in the morning at, before my coffee. And then I have coffee. So like, that's like the most routine thing you'll get me to do. And I feel like that could be key for you. It's like, okay, get that set up first, that morning air quote routine. Yeah. Um, and make that be Gabby time and embody on these light, clear, you know, connected feelings. Hell yeah. Um, do whatever's going to feel the lightest and clearest for you in that day and let all the other pieces just fall into place. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. And being a generator, like, you know, obviously you're probably gonna have to re-network. You're gonna have to reach out to some people and be like, I'm back, you know, but opportunities are going to come your way as a generator. They're always coming your way. Mm. And the biggest mistake that I see generators make is like forcing life to happen. We're taught if you want it, go do it. And it's really not true for generators. It's really, really not true. And you guys could be so busy forcing your life to happen that you don't even see the opportunities that are like, Hey, Gabby, we're over here. Awesome opportunity. Because you're like forcing a job or forcing a relationship or like forcing Mm -hmm. this business to come into creation. Um, So always my advice for generators is like, take a step back, slow down and keep your freaking eyes peeled because opportunities are coming to you left and right. And all you need to do is check in like, yes, or is it a no? Is this for yeah. me or is it not for me? Oh, that's great. Then, and that's, uh, that's honestly great for, I mean, I think anybody trying to start something new, but especially me, you know, trying to re-network um, and even trying to, trying to network period when you're first starting out, I would, when I first started soul to soul, man, like back in 2015, I was meeting with two people a week. I'd buy them lunch or coffee. Um, sushi lunch is really cheap. Just FYI um, coffees. And so it was one of those where, you know, I'd meet with somebody and they might offer me something or, you know, they'd be like, yeah, whatever you need to help, like come to this meeting. And it was definitely the meetings that I was supposed to attend worked out, right? I was free at that time. I didn't have to work or, you know, it, it was very much like a, I was just, it felt like a yes. And I committed right there on the spot and the things I was a no for, I'd be like, oh, you know, let me check my schedule or let me, you know, let me get back to you. And to me, in that moment, I was realizing the things that I was on the dot, like on that spot, a yes for those are the right things. That's what I need to be doing. The things where I was like, you know, let me check my schedule. I'll get back to you. I'll see if that works for me. Or I pretend I had like, I'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I have a meeting at that time. I didn't probably have a meeting at that time. I would just make up some sort of excuse that to me was like, Oh, that's a no Gab. Yeah. That's a big old no. And just, (laughs) right. Just trust that. Like you're making excuses. Again, sometimes I would lie to these people. Mm. White lies, which I'm definitely like, those are, I'm getting rid of those out of my routine. Um, But in the moment, I was definitely like white lying to these people that I had a fake meeting. That's a no. Hello. (laughs) Trust that. Yeah, totally. And like, and I think people can just get really caught up in like, oh, but it's a good offer. I have it happen all the time, right? Oh, but it's a good opportunity. It's a good networking event. Like my body's giving me a visceral no, but I'm like, 
I'm still trying to logical my way through it. Totally. (laughs) I'm like, well, oh, okay. And that's where I see generators get caught up a lot and just like forcing, you know, or like you decide you want to do something like teach a yoga class and they go like forcing it to happen instead of just like putting the intention out there. I want to teach a yoga class. How is it going to happen? And Mm -hmm. let the, let it come to you. Um, because that's when it's going to flow with more ease. And I think Mm -hmm. when you think back to that and I'm a projector, we're kind of the same way. It's a little different, but it's, it's similar. Mm -hmm. When I think back to the times where I like forced things into like my entire first marriage, right? Like when I think back to like all the things that I like, I decided I wanted it. And so I fucking forced it to happen, even though the universe never set it up for me or gave me signs. I just kept barreling it away. And Uh. like, it never went well. Mm-hmm. It never went well. It ended up leaving me drained energetically, physically, all of the things. But it wasn't until like now getting older, doing all the work, learning about human design that I'm able to realize it and be like, oh, that's yeah. what that was about. Uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> the, the things that were easy just fell in my lap, you know, um, my business, the my old business location, like all those things kind of just plopped in my lap a very unexpected way. Mm. Yeah, I resonate a ton with that. Absolutely. My funny? life coach training fell in my lap. I was like, do I, I don't really know that I want to become a life coach. She offered me a really great price point to come in to do a, you know, a full training for it. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, I felt good about it. I felt, you know, the times worked out perfectly in my very busy schedule at the time. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think that's good. And then all of a sudden I was like, man, I love this. Like you're in it now. I'm like, oh, I love this, but it, I didn't even go looking for it. It literally came to me. I was like, Oh, that's what it's with Anthony. My, I've literally manifested my fiance. I was going to say that. Did you guys have a story like that? Yes. I, my flight, I was supposed to be in Baltimore for the national athletic training conference. My flight, I was leaving from Nashville. I'm one week post-surgery, but I'm an entrepreneur and I've already paid for my ticket, which gives me half of my continuing education credit that I need to maintain my, my whole certificate licensure. And so literally I was one week post-surgery. I had emergency. Um, they pulled my ovary out. It was hemorrhaging. So like definitely emergency, definitely like, and on that day I had met this super cutie on uh, a few days earlier before my emergency surgery. I met this super cute boy who invited, he was um, a video crew at Bonnaroo. And so literally he invited me up Friday. He goes, why? I I have a pass for you. And then I have two extra, I'll bring you two extra passes for your girlfriend. So you can hang out with them while I'm working three free artist passes to Bonnaroo. And the same day I was supposed to go up with two of my girlfriends. I have, I am instead of driving me to Bonnaroo, they're driving me to the ER. And I'm having emergency surgery. Like I texted that. Oh, I texted this, this, my cutie. And I was like, I'm so sorry. You're not going to believe me. Like, but again, I was in excruciating pain. So I really didn't text him till the next day. Yeah. And, um, so then the next week I have this flight to Baltimore. I'm on my way in an Uber. My flight's canceled, but I'm in an Uber. I'm like, can I ask him to just drive me home? Like, what do I do? I said, well, I'm already halfway to the airport. Let's just get there. Once I get there, I'll talk to the people. We'll figure it out. So they have no flights. They have one flight to DC that's leaving in 30 minutes. So I'm running through the airport asking people, you know, can I get it cut in front? I'm so sorry to get through TSA. I'm running through the airport with my roller bag, one week post-surgery, get on the, they hold the plane for me. When the hell do they hold the door for you? Never. Never. And so then I get to DC. I, again, 
one week post-surgery, I'm like, I can't really walk around DC. Like, what do I do? So I find the first hotel and um, leave, I leave it. I asked them to just check it. I'm like, I'm checking in later. And this cute little boy t- was like, absolutely, my dear, whatever you need takes my bag. I'm not staying at the hotel. Um, and so I'm in DC supposed to be in Baltimore. It's now 11 o'clock in the morning. My girlfriend's not going to be in Baltimore till 11 PM. And that's who I'm staying with. And so she's got the hotel through her school. So it's, everything's basically free. I, and then I've already paid for my ticket. I'm walking around DC. It starts pouring rain. These policemen, I asked them like, Hey, is there anywhere to get a nice place? You know, food. They have, they're like, yeah, if you go back a block, like they were just jerks, go back a block and you'll hit eight straight. I said, well, do you have any favorites? Nah, like just like not nice men. Yeah. And so and to just spite them because I'm a sassy person. I, instead of going back a block, I walk forward a block. I'm like, well, it's DC. Everything's on the block system. Why do I got to go back? H street's going to be right there. I walk in, nobody's there, but it's open. The bartender is awesome. He's just sweet. It's downpouring rain. And he invites me to go to this after work bar. I don't say yes to things like this, by the way. Like I am very, I'm an independent woman. I can be by myself in a city. I'm fine. And so I call my, I texted my mom, shared my location with her just in case. And he brings me to this bar. He's a smoker, a cigarette smoker. So he wants to sit outside. It's downpouring lightning, thunder, the whole shebang. And so I'm like sitting outside. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I got to go. As (laughs) soon as I commit to leaving, the clouds part, the sun comes out and it's a beautiful sunshiny day. And here comes everyone, just like he said, after work. And this super hottie sits across from me and we just, he knows some of his coworkers, because again, it, you know, the same people go to these same after work bars and it's my sweet Anthony. And we just start chatting there. You know, everyone's t- like, you're a cute girl. You're a cute guy. You guys should be together. And like, just like making almost like just making jokes about it. But then Anthony comes over and he goes, hi, like, wait, actually. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Anthony. I go, hi, I'm Gabriella. He goes, how long are you new to DC? I go, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> And he goes, well, can I show you around the city? Again, I don't say yes to this kind of stuff. And it felt, I read this quote once and I think it's from Buddha or, you know, somebody just put Buddha in there, but it's like, when you meet your soulmate, you're not going to have butterflies. You're just going to be still, it's going to be a still knowing butchering the quote, but you get the point. Yeah, And that's what it was. And I go, man, this man, I know, like, it's like, I've known him forever. And I just, like I said, yes. And he helped me find my bag, which I thought I dropped a pin. I definitely didn't. I don't know how to use my phone. It's fine. Um, So he helped me find my bag. We walked down to the monuments and like, just like saw DC a little bit. And we just like stayed in touch. He bought me an Uber to get to the train station. Like just such a cutie. And then then, what happened? Did he end up moving to ah, Nashville? He, yeah, girl. Hello. Um, So he ended up coming to visit me in Baltimore that weekend. And then I, Allie, my sweet little sister was supposed to be my date to this, my girlfriend's wedding. I was a bridesmaid. So my girlfriend, Tia was supposed to be my first date. And when Tia bailed on me, Allie, Allie's my go-to wedding date girl. Yeah. So duh, best dancer in the world. Yeah. So, (laughs) so Allie literally, girl, you know it. As I'm, as I'm walking with through Baltimore with Anthony, Allie calls me, Hey, I got a bail on the wedding. I'm so sorry. And so I was, and it's literally the next weekend, 4th of July weekend in Westbrook, Connecticut, by the way, is a madhouse. 
and the wedding is the 4th of July weekend. And so I was like, man, that sucks. I've had two people bail on me for this wedding. He goes, I'll go with you. Like perfect. Doesn't, he doesn't know that my entire family is going to be at the beach house. So don't, I don't share that with him, uh, but we go to the wedding. T- so he comes down, he goes to the wedding together. He spends the weekend here. My dad's like, how long have you known my daughter? He's like, uh, about a week. Two days. <laughs> so, and oh, then girl, it was so good, but like so serendipitous and it felt good the whole time. Don't get me wrong. We had our rocks when the, you know, he moved, but then he moved to Nashville. He told his company, like, I'm, I, I'm going to Nashville or you can uh, like, let me work remote. And they let him work remote and he moved to Nashville. Damn. Look at that. The stars all aligned. I was pretty sure you guys, I like, I have never got the full story, but I was pretty sure it was something crazy like that. Like you met. I, I was like, she, they met in like an airport and then you just like took him home with you. That was what yeah. I was remembering. Yeah. Almost basically. <laughs> Which is awesome. Right. And that yeah. was that full trust in the universe, right? Like trusting those gut instincts and that intuition and not overthinking it. And I had no expectations, right? Whenever, and I, I know this for mostly, I know mostly women, but looking for a man, a partner, um, or if, a man or a woman, excuse me, but any sort of a partner that it's forced and it's date. It's like forced dating and forced. Like, well, I'm not really sure. Like you'll see someone for this on all this online dating and they see the picture and they're like, well, I'm not sure, but I, you know, I should be dating. How do you find someone is what you date around. I go, you're not even sure when you see him like, or her, like you're looking at this person and, and you're just not aligned. So they go on the day anyway. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Yeah. And so, you know, so, and please, I'm wrong. So like, this doesn't, this isn't always a hundred percent, but like when you're dating, it's like, as soon as you let go, it's, that's exactly when it comes. And yeah. it's so funny. I used to say this, my girlfriend, you know, oh man, I guess this is too much to share. I think I'm going to share anyways. Is that okay? It's fine by me. As long as it's okay. not something you're sharing about someone who doesn't it's, know you're sharing. No, it's, it's I, no, no names, but I've had a few girlfriends in the past, uh, have pregnancy scares. Mm-hmm. And a little bit when we were younger too. And so, you know, no, their parents don't even know they're having sex. So who gets to go buy the birth, buy the pee sticks gap. I always was the one to go buy them. And so, but it's I was like always you, that friend too. Yeah. You don't get yeah. your period. You don't get your period. You don't get your period. You don't get your period. As soon as you pee on that damn stick and it says you're not pregnant, you get your damn period. Oh, like as soon as you let go, as soon as you release control, as soon as you just let the energy move through you as it needs to, that's when the thing happens, whatever the thing is, but that's when it happens. Totally. Totally. I 100%. I love that. And I love that we're talking about this because that's exactly what I mean when I say like, you see people forcing, forcing relationships, forcing jobs, forcing. And it's like, yeah, I've done it. I'm not saying I'm (laughs) from it. I've 100% done it. But it's like the real magic happens. People always say that about dating. Like you'll find someone when you stop looking. And there is truth to that because like when you're not forcing it to happen and you're open to receiving and like, allowing things to just come the way that they're supposed to. And your business is the same way. And you know, it's all the same way. I'm imagining, uh, you know, in forgetting Sarah Marshall, when he's learning to surf and he do less, no, do less, do less. And then he just lays there. He goes, we have to do something. 
And it's like, that's it. It's don't do, don't push, don't push, 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 push. Don't force it. But you do need to be taking some sort of a steps, but which looks like everything we've been talking about, the aligned morning rituals, routines, the trusting your gut, going with the flow, doing the intuition. That's the stuff in which you should be doing. It's not making sure you have, you know, your email funnel has 18,000 emails in it and all this extra stuff. It's just do what feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Take your damn nap. Yeah. Like chase that feeling of flow and ease. Like that's, yeah. I was just saying that to a client. I'm like, ch- chase that feeling, whatever gives you that feeling, chase it. And that's how you're going to invite flow and ease into your business, mm, into your life, a, into everything yeah, else. Beautiful reminder. Thank you for that. So good. Well, I love to hear your experience with that. Um, and it's a good reminder, right? To keep your eyes peeled. Like you could have not even noticed Anthony that like you could have been mm-hmm. so busy texting that freaking uh, Bonnaroo boy that you didn't even notice him. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. And so I had a, I had someone say that to me once. It was so funny actually years ago. And she was very like, she was a friend of mine, a little cuckoo, but she was very, um, intuitive, like very mm-hmm. intuitive. And she kept saying that to me. I was dating this guy that I like, wasn't that into I feel kind of bad now. Like I wasn't really that into him. It was yeah. just like easy. And, um, and she kept saying like, you're so busy that you're not even seeing what's a, like, what's out there, Ah, you know? And I, I, it was kind of the first time I had heard it and she's like, you know, you're so busy up in your this that you're not even seeing probably like something that's really meant for you. So eventually I broke up with him. And just a few months later, I met my ex Josh and like, he was like, oh, I, I started following you months ago and was like interested in you. And like, he waited and and the timing aligned just beautifully. I'm like, if you had reached out to me a month earlier, I would have been dating that guy. So I would have said no, you know, yeah. but the, the, it just was so funny. It was that reminder of like, she was right. Like I was so busying myself with this guy who I knew I wasn't really that interested in. And I knew I wasn't really like had that much that I couldn't even see that there mm-hmm. was this guy who was trying to kind of get my attention. And so it was, it was just that reminder of like not forcing and just letting everything kind of play out how it's supposed to. Oh, totally. And what I hear you saying is clearing what clearing the space for something new to enter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. We have 100% capacity only. And if there's no room for your manifestations to come in, it's like, I always tell my clients it's if you have a full closet, and you know, you, you're trying to go buy new clothes. You got to throw something out first just for the visual. But then imagine you're trying these clothes on and they don't fit. And you got to, you know, you got to exhale to get the zipper up. You can't button up. You got to lay down all the stuff in which we do to fit in these things that don't fit. It's the same thing for everything else. If it doesn't fit, don't fucking buy it. Leave it. <laughs> totally true. And like create space. <laughs> For all the, yes. Yeah. Totally. I like that analogy. That's a good analogy. Thank you. I'm a visual girl. So the more visuals, the better for me. Yeah. That's such a good analogy. And it is that way, you know, and I, I think that's why turning down these opportunities when they come in, in our business that aren't aligned and don't feel good. And that we're mm-hmm. getting that no is so important because you're creating space for opportunities that do feel good, that do feel aligned. Yeah. I, oh. It's hard. I know it's so hard. Like it's easy for us to say in conversation and it's harder to actually do and be like, no, I'm going to turn away this money, even though I kind of need it. Yeah. Um, but it really in the long run, in my at least lived experience, it, it is, it does work out. Yeah. It does work out. And it takes that bit of just like trusting. 
100%. My new mantra for this year has been, I, it was, I am divinely supported. Divinely and, you know, something bigger than yourself. I don't care what you call it. Uh, this year I've had to change it because what I was complaining about, and you would have heard me say, black, probably at the end of 2020, well, I know I'm divinely provided, but provided for, but why does, why? But, wh- but it was a big but and then something bullshit at the end. <laughs> Anything mm-hmm. after a but is bullshit. <laughs> and so it was, I had to change it to, I feel divinely provided for because that's what I was missing. It's, I just didn't, I knew, I know it's a knowing, but I didn't feel provided for, right? With the, all my clients, except minus one, wanting to continue to work with me because of pandemic virtual space. They didn't trust it. They didn't, I knew they trusted me. They didn't trust the, it had nothing to do with me is really all I'm trying to say. Like Mm. I was meant to learn those lessons. I am divinely provided for all the time. I feel provided for having less or lack or low vibe is all in freaking intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I think the pandemic has really brought that out. At least I've seen that firsthand is like, and I'm like, you said your coaching program, mine was the same way. Like I came across an Instagram ad from the time I saw that ad to the time I put my credit card down. And this was an expensive program was like three days. Like yeah. I had never heard of this program before. I had never thought about adding life coaching to my practice. It was just like, I knew it was a yes. Like she was on the phone giving me the price. And I was like, I don't, I don't fucking have the money for that. But yeah. like, I knew it was yes. I remember going to Josh and telling my parents and just being like, my mom was like, I knew you were going to do it. And I was like, yeah, I, I knew I was going to do it too. Like I knew it was right. And yeah. two weeks later, a pandemic hit and I had to close my business and old Abby would have spiraled off into like, I've just signed up for this very extensive program. The monthly payments were coming out every month. I just had to close my business. Like, how am I ever going to make this work? And I just trusted. And, um, when the pandemic like early on was happening and everything was closing. And I mean, I saw a lot of people losing their shit and a lot of small businesses losing their shit. And while I was worried, I'm not gonna say I wasn't like, I just kept trusting that this was right, that this program came in at the right time, that it was all going to work out. And it did. I I was able to pay for that program. Um, Money kept coming to me in very unexpected ways that I think it was because of the energy with which I entered the whole thing with. And now I've been able to take my business online. And, you know, I have a lot of privilege that I'm not going to ignore, but um, I do think some of it was the energy with which I approached the whole situation with. Mm -hmm. And I did see some other businesses get into that. (gasps) scarcity. Oh, let me do that. Oh, like putting stuff out online that just, Oh, so icky. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it really made it clear, you know, I think it was very uh, enlightening moment for a lot of us. Totally. To be totally transparent. I, there was one month I couldn't afford, we own, own, own our house in Nashville, but we split the mortgage every month. And there was one month that I couldn't afford it. And I had to that, but that was part of my journey and part of my lesson, like sitting down and having to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Like I can do everything on my, I am a strong, independent woman. That is how I've been raised and it's beautiful. And there was one month and I couldn't make ends meet and I, rather I couldn't pay the, I couldn't pay my half of the mortgage. And so I had to go to Anthony and I had to ask for help. And I had to basically tell him like what was going on, where I was at. And I felt so small. 
And I had to feel, I kn- looking back now and in the moment, I knew it was part of my journey, but I was like, but why, but why, but, 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 and so I was like, but I, you know, I can make ends meet. I can do this. And I, like, literally I will tell you, and I, I call it God, but I, God li- took it away from me very intentionally. So I'd have to sit. So I'd have to learn how to ask for help. So I'd have to mm-hmm. admit that perhaps it's okay to ask for help. He's my fiance. Hello. If he can't help me out, I'm screwed. Like why marry him? Yeah. And it was his, he received, it was just such a gent. He received it so gently. He just hugged me. Again, I felt small. I was sitting on the floor. Like I felt small and I was, that's what was happening internally, mentally, emotionally, everything. I was sitting on the floor crying, telling him this. And he just came and sat on the floor with me, gave me a hug and told me, it's okay, babe, we're in this together. But I needed that moment. And Mm -hmm. if I didn't have that moment, then guess what? I would have less and less and less and less and less until I finally had that moment. Yeah. So 100%. I think the pandemic taught us a lot of lessons, like a lot. It it was as hard as it's been, like it was needed in a lot of ways, at least Mm -hmm. I know for myself. And Mm -hmm. um, like, it kind of gave me the kick in the ass that I needed to, I wasn't really happy with my business before and I, I wasn't really addressing it. And like, yeah, yeah. So it has been like an interesting thing to kind of witness everybody go through. Hell yeah. And I do feel like people who've been able to kind of like take the lessons and the good with the bad have have had an easier time getting through Mm -hmm. it than the people who've like let scarcity run the show. Totally. Uh, And not to say that scarcity is not real. Like it's been a really hard year for a lot of people, but just letting it be so all consuming um, that you're not open. Freezes you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. To yeah, and you're not open support. to anything, anything. Yeah, you know, and I'm not going to say I made it through the pandemic without receiving support. I received a lot of support. So it's like, <laughs> but just even keeping that like, oh, it's going to work out. I don't know how, but it's going to work out. Um, and it always does. And it always does. Always does. Oh, ah, I know. Well, we should wrap it up here. We've been going for quite a while, but yes, I'm <laughs> loving these nuggets of wisdom that you're dropping. I'm so glad we had you on today. Yeah, you too, love. And thank you. And honestly, thank you for all like for it feels like a permission slip, honestly, in chatting with you and just sharing. And that is I, so needed. And I think that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why people need coaches. Mm-hmm. And so I please know that your permission slip has helped me immensely. Yes. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Actually, when you said that, I wrote it down. I wrote permission slip because I've been trying to get clear on exactly what I'm doing and who I'm helping and how I'm going to structure my business and offers coming up for the rest of the year. And people have said that to me a lot. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm like a permission slip giver. I don't know what you would call that. Hell yeah. Yep. And human design is great for that. Like it's a great permission slip of like, wait, this is who you are and this is who you're supposed to be. And yeah, it's okay for you to be that way. And it's okay for these negative or gremlins to even come up because they're built into you, but just be aware of it. Be aware of your energy. Totally. Totally. Totally agree. Awesome. Well, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, your business? Yeah. So you can find me at uh, my company is soul to soul. It's the big soul to the soul of your foot. S O U L T O S O L E. Uh, wellness.com is my website. You can also find me on Instagram. It's Gab period D Lorenz D E L O R E N Z E. Um, and then, yeah, I have a private Facebook group that we do a lot of cool, um, 
videos, challenges, learning stuff, meditations, all the good stuff. Um, but my goal is to share tangible tools. So on my website, you'll find a ton of meditations, goals, time trackers, habit trackers, um, breath work patterns and all that good stuff, um, as well as some yoga videos. So uh, the more tangible tools I can share with the world, the better I feel that I'm able to serve. So go treat yourself to some goodies. They're all free. I don't even require your email, honestly. Um, so go just check them out and then just let me know what you need. I am here for questions. I have a discovery call alignment call that I work with people. It is my karma yoga. So truly uh, I will not pitch you without being asked. So please, if you are looking for some clarity and you think I can be of service, I would love to help. So just let me know. Awesome. Love that. And we will include all of that in the show notes as always. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on Gab. It's awesome to have you on. And now that you're home, I'm sure I'll be seeing more of you IRL. So yes, ma'am. Me yeah. too. Thank you. I appreciate you. Of course. And thank you everybody else for tuning in to another episode of Ask Abby. We will see you next time.